This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, are you ready for a pair of balls? Ooh, this week, RuPaul asks these queens to give her looks on looks on looks on balls on balls on balls on balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, the red, white, and blue, and the animal print too, and a pair of balls, a pair of balls for Mama Ru. Wow. Well, this is the first episode where all the divas are in the same room together. Oh, wait, all there, and there may even be some returning gals. You just have to listen to find out. No spoilers here. Uh-uh. Season 14 is fully underway, and we are getting 42 looks on the runway this week. Are you ready to dissect each and every one in depth? This is going to be a six-hour-long episode. Um, Excuse me, you forgot Mother Rue. There's 43 looks, bitch. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yes. And are there films in the camera? Cause here I go. <laughs> I dare you to eat that bug on the floor. Oh. Okay. Crunch, crunch, munch, munch. Munch, munch, crunch. crunch. <laughs> Forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Race uh, we're going to get letters from the French about that. Uh, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of uh, RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This uh, is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem Morphosis. Uh, hello, uh, my uh, straight brother, straight brotherhood. Um, I'm I'm also French Canadian, so okay. Oh. So before you compose a letter about all oh, Calon, that one eighth is really helping you. It's one fourth. God damn you! Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're a quarter room. <laughs> I'm a quarter Quebecois. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, Read it back and watch out. What happened last week on Drag Race? I mean, it's been so long. So last week, if I can recall, we met seven uh, seven contestants on season Dazzling 14. Dazzling Divas. They did a tic-tac photo shoot. 
um and on the main stage they did the cnts you saw them they were great they some of them just chose to do a number there were other choices made such as the blues guitar and a suit from talbots being one uh-huh. of them uh the dolls did signature show stopping drags on the runway and special guest judge alicia keys did a pop-up um and angeria paris van michaels online syllable snatched the mini and the main dominion anna minerva main <laughs> which gave her seventy five hundred dollars and diabetes and Deja busted it out in the bottom to Fallen and Daya hit the house, checked her blood sugar. She's good. And then there were six or, or wait, is it 12 square root? Maybe 14. I don't know. I, we really don't know how many girls are going to be there. Girl. Yeah. It's, it's nothing but twists and turns this season. And it's like a we, bag of Fritos. Right. We joined more curves than a racetrack. Uh, we, we end up back in the workroom with the girls after the lip sync. We see a very nice mirror message from Diabetica. Um, stay positive. Be kind. Be you. XO. Dia. Um, Why do people write be you like you have the option of being anybody else? <laughs> like this isn't a be spy someone show. Else. Love yeah. Diabetica. <laughs> Um, I Deja is confident she won the lip sync. Um, and RuPaul said that there may just be a lip sync assassin in their presence. So sure. How can you tell? And on such a song, they didn't show her, they didn't show her winning by a landslide. They showed her participating and doing okay. Listen. I didn't I didn't see like a, a oh my god, it's her. <laughs> I she obviously won, but it wasn't like was there an assassination? No, there may have been a manslaughter. <laughs> but assassination? <laughs> a woman's slaughter. She looked great. Uh, and then Alicia Keys appears behind the mirror. Yet like, again. Le- she said, I left my keys. <laughs> the ghost of Alicia Keys appears. The specter of Alicia Keys appears from behind the mirror. And not to be given a line reading, she says, look. Over there, she she won't do the Jada. She's she's never seen Drag Race. Uh, I mean, the look over there thing is clearly a Jada, and she's like, "Look over there, uh, <laughs> girl." And, and the fir- the first thing I see cornbread in my chow down wig, that blonde little mushroom. All this all, all the week one girls walk in, yeah, and honey, they're in their pussy stunt. Clothes. They're in the outfit that says, let's go meet these other hoes and see what they got. A new brothel's in town. You look good. Uh, um, It's very that beat. This is the most wasted, overlooked look that these these girls have to get sit at home in the hotel, get up and drag. No, they get up. to. They get to. Not they have okay, to. All right. Show up at 6.30 p.m. at the end of the shooting day. Walk in the workroom for 20 minutes, have a kiss, kiss, hi, hi, look shady for two seconds, and then the day is done. So it was, it behooved these girls to do something either impactful or something that they were going to throw away in the trash. Uh... The the standout of the episode, one of the best looks of the episode is Cornbread in mm-hmm. that Mary J. Blige unit. Yeah, not mad at all. Who else was standing out? Oh, Bosco looked really, really great. Bosco looked Bosco. great. Uh, um, <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. Oh, a girl. Ca- oh, good, good, it good, was good, a girl. Carrie. Mm-hmm. She was carrying. Um, <laughs> Deja and Cornbread are actually already friends. 
because mm-hmm. Deja Sos for the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of the girls are familiar with each other from social media. Georgia knows Alyssa from her pageantry. I'm sure everybody knows Carrie. Um, uh, Jasmine Kennedy definitely knows um, some of the girls, including Carrie. And she's like, hi, sisters. She's ready to go. Jasmine Kennedy, and I don't mean this in a bad way, her energy kind of gives me young James Charles, like happy to be there. Oh, I can see that. Sure. Like, I, I'm so happy to see what she does this season. Well, she, she might be one of the youngest girls, but Willow's youngest in the face. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she wanted, Willow wanted to be the littlest one, but she's not. She's mm. gagged at how petite Georgia is. She, she said, wanted, I wanted to be, to be the Um. Well, Rue comes into the workroom, and we're not surprised. She brings it to you every bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's what Bosco said about Cornbread's wig. <laughs> so fucking funny. Uh, RuPaul is like, you know what? This this season is going to go till June. Bring back the other girls. Honey. You know what? Let's go to July. No one goes home ever. Bruce says it's the right thing to do. Do you agree? Well, I know that they're going to so be doing... So you agree. You think you're really pretty. <laughs> I I think that the no I girl goes home. I, I think the no girl goes home thing is definitely going to be used in the future, but it won't be used on this. Girls will go home on this soon. Okay. And I, you know, I, I listen. Okay. Yeah. It's a pandemic season. These girls cleared quarantine. Sure. Bring it back. Give them another chance. Give them another. I think, why the fuck not? Absolutely. I, mean, I these girls seem upset. Some of them that these that the other girls are back, especially a plenty, especially June. And Orion's just like, uh, let me do my base, girl. <laughs> it very feels like that. But I also didn't don't think that their either girl that went home was gonna be in my top contender list right off the bat. Okay. So like, if these girls got sent home once, I don't think the girls that sent them home should be like, oh, they're back. Like, just send them home again. Just be yeah. better. Be the yeah, best. Fair enough. Uh, well, the pit crew comes in. Oh my gosh, have they Bruno. been like working out or something? I think Bruno might join. Might have joined a gym. Uh, they must lift heavy objects. They look. They're great. benching Willow Pill in the back, honey. They, like Bruno's deadlifting Daya. <laughs> they look great, yes, and they're, they're in these tiny little gold speedos. Very, you know. N- non-equity production of the Rocky Horror Show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's equity. Um, They're wearing and- gold gold little trunks and because Rue says, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And yeah. then they all wheel in 14 candy bars. Here Ru- we go. And this is, a, this is a long explanation and the underscoring is so sinister. Yeah. I mean, if you could play a clip, you'll see how sinister it is. I'm not like judging underscoring too heavily. It's loud. And they want you to feel dark. Yeah. Darkness. It's general hospital level underscoring. Very bad. For sure. Louder than the dialogue and very scary. And long. Now, I I am not cynical and I am not jaded when it comes to show business in Hollywood. So I believe... That the girls are given this candy bar, chosen at random, and I believe 
that the candy bars never are out of their possession uh, from now until they um, lip sync for their life and then um, open it to reveal whether they stay or not. I believe it is completely randomized. Uh, and who knows? Um, it could happen on any episode. What do you think? Um, I think Cornbread probably already, like, half her bar's gone. <laughs> Before RuPaul was probably like, no, honey, save that. Sa- save I that. Just, I just feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm on a podcast saying, like, Santa Claus isn't fucking real. You really think Santa Claus flies around the earth and goes to every house, including yours. This is, but this is obviously, obviously, they sign it, and then they are given, they hand it over to production, who then slips in or out a gold bar at the right opportune moment. Yeah, this is right. It's a well because they're signing the cardboard, which opens. It is not sealed. Um, some sometimes I like to go see musicals. Sometimes I like to see ploys. <laughs> this is a ploy, honey. It's pissing on our leg and telling us it's raining, and we all see. The Drag Race fandom is the most savvy about edit and production of any fan base of any show. Like. We have such a language regarding like production and their hand in what they're trying to tell us. And this is so obviously like, look, they can slip in the gold candy bar right before the lip sync on, on the, into the person who deserves to stay another episode at the moment in the season when it is most like dramatic and important. It would be stupid if it happened episode one. Girl, this is like opening a can of dolphin safe tuna and finding Flipper's collar name tag saying, if found. This is clearly not something that is going to be an authentic thing. It's going to be by production. You're 100% right. Um, Maddie, when she's signing for her chocolates, says that Bruno is huge. She uh-huh. she opts not to use the clipboard Bruno's holding. She's like, let me get away from this other shirtless guy. Don't be threatened. And it's a hot straight mess. Well, he's afraid that Bruno's gonna steal his girlfriend. Um, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Let's <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template. 
and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh. Oh my god. We are back and catchphrase. <laughs> Whammy. If there's uh, one thing Ru if there's one thing RuPaul loves more than chocolate, it's a pair of balls. Yeah. So this week the maxi challenge is two fashion balls. Some sometimes RuPaul tells stories, sometimes she tells parables. Parables. <laughs> I love that. Um <laughs> a- <laughs> sometimes she tells anecdotes. Sometimes Shea's, she tells parables. Shea shops parables. Um, <laughs> Shea shops. So this was also confusing to me because in the end, I thought I had seen um, 69 looks, but she assigns the week one queens and the week two queens different looks. Yeah. And the week one queens get zebra print resort, leopard evening gown down. And then their third look, which has to be created in the workroom, is wedding gown eleganza using all the patterns in the animal kingdom. Or queen. Honey, I felt like I was watching the drag queen of the year pageant competition award contest competition. Zebra and <laughs> leopard. Uh, now, I'm, and not those, I'm not one of those queens who fools themselves into thinking that everything is about them and that all of their ideas are being stolen by drag race. I'm not one of those queens, but I did feel very seen and uh, in my love of leopard print and zebra print, um, for sure. Yeah. This is, what a fierce category to get. I feel bad for the red, white, and blue ball girls. What were they going to do? Season 12 promo looks? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that That's like Lady Camden gave me straight up season 12 promo. I'm like, oh, back in time. Right. A lot of sure. the girls did. Um, yeah. The week two queens, speaking of, are red, white, and blue ball. They have red hot resort, evening gown down, all in white, and then wedding gown eleganza in red, white, and blue. That's rough to me because evening gown down in all white and then a bridal look is like, okay, how, okay. Well, wedding I mean, I feel white and they I are f- gowns. So you're going to say a white gown and then a wedding gown. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where you just make the best shape you can and then decorate it with the ugly colors that they give you. Yeah. I feel bad for the red, white, and blue girls, honestly. 
I'm I actually misspoke and I don't want to do that too much on the pod. Uh, there was no giraffe in the in the animal queendom. That would thing. have been nice. That was on Bake Off this week. Yeah, my bad. Oh, yeah, giraffe. Mm-hmm. No giraffe. Um, so these girls are allowed to use the machines provided by Singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that means there's there's two that work, not just one, because they were plural. Um, and the girls are all going for the fabric and the glitter. And yeah. um, I I guess the materials are all incorporated together, but I don't. I don't really know which ball I would want to be a part of. I'd say week two because I really love Red Hot Resort. White is my power color. And I don't mind um, an Americana moment either. Like a Betsy Ross hooking. Yeah. I would definitely have done Betsy Ross hooking red wedding gown eleganza like I'm marrying the flag. Okay. Or the Entomb Solder or something. Like, think about Race Chaser promo looks that you've slayed. The all red Supreme with the red hair, the white uh, Ashton Michael cape, the red, white, and blue PBR. Like, you do red, white, and blue really well. I know. I know. I do. It's something I do. City of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia. I'm red, white, and blue girl. You're the the animal girl. Because um, you have have a a feeding schedule and you get your anal glands uh, expressed. Express your glands. Express your glands. glands. Um, Now we get another, you know, another interaction regarding Maddie's sexuality. Um, Bosco and Cornbread are like, we accept you even though you're straight, okay? And then then, um, Carrie's like, wait, are you straight? Wait, baby, (laughs) baby, you straight? I like. I feel like she should have covered up at that point. Like, oh, oh. Uh. Um, Jasmine is um, is back home, known for creating new outfits every week, and she God. really wants to do well with the costume creation. She's that mm-hmm. girl. My favorite thing with the costume creation is um, Carrie Colby having an atelier moment. I uh, just go and oh, taking her hair down because Jasmine Jas- help me with this baby. Jasmine, baby, straight I wanted up, to gather right here, baby. Jasmine, straight up is saying what everybody's thinking. I'm helping Miss Carrie Colby because she's daughter of my favorite drag queen, Sasha Colby. And I think that's valid. I love hearing Sasha's name on the television where it belongs and like hearing a girl go, she's part of a legendary family. I'm going to help them because I know their mother is legendary and I want to be sitting at her right hand once upon a time whenever I see her. There's nothing wrong with that. Sasha's continental talent is watched at least once a week by me. Like she's one of the best entertainers that I know. Truly. Like, I love that Jasmine's like, girl, no, I'm trying to get in the good good bag of your mama. Honey, absolutely. That's the way it works. And Carrie just living, getting service. <laughs> um, Can you line this for me, too, while you're down there? <laughs> June uh, does not sew, but she is a stylist. She mm-hmm. works as a personal stylist, so she's going to accessorize... Uh, and she asks Bosco for some advice, and Bosco basically says, "Good luck, toots. Bye." She says, "Bosco, mm, just be the, really careful with the details, the details. baby." And yeah. walks walks. Away. <laughs> Honey, she should have said, "Just be careful with the a tails, b tails, c tails, and details," because there was a whole list of things that June needed to correct that she did not do. She said, and, "Is your drag mother Sasha Colby?" Oh, she's not. Okay, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> You have a drag dad? Oh, that sounds fun. I'll be over here. Um, why don't you get Maddie to help? She sews. Um, the 
the the process is not going smoothly for June, but Deja, no. honey, she's the opposite. She's the sewing girl. She's she got is. 18 pieces of patterning at least to do between the sleeve, the corset, and she knows. No couch is safe around Deja Sky. No, no, no drapes are safe. She will take the upholstery fabric and she will meld it into a work of art. Um, she looks handsome. She looks smart. Uh, she's a walking work of art. Then we get the dragonfly heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of um, strange. Where Maddie? did they film on fucking Isla Nublar? <laughs> like the fucking, <laughs> do they film on the Jurassic Park Island? Wait, like, nu- why are there prehistoric bugs? Nubar nu- Styles. <laughs> um, Maddie Nubar, hi, friend of the pod. Maddie found a real dragonfly on the floor of the workroom and cornbread. Just start shit, says, Miss Diabetica, if you eat the entire bug, I'll give you $1,000. <laughs> and she does. And it's, she she thinks, you see her think about it for like two seconds. And then in her head, she goes, did I brush my teeth yet? And then she goes, oh, yeah, I'll eat it. <laughs> um, and she afterwards says, I eat ass, you guys. I can eat a bug. Right. Uh, and some queens are bug chasers. Like, they chase around bugs trying to eat them. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I've, I've seen girls put worse in their mouth. For sure. Um, um, can we please pull Carrie Colby saying, a dragonfly? <laughs> sure. Because I want to use it throughout this this season of podcastery. I just think it's so poetic and gorgeous. A dragonfly. Even the flags were up and even the flies were up and drag. Drag on. <laughs> dragonfly. <laughs> yeah. I just texted you a tweet. Uh, the diabetic uh, tweeted on Friday. Diabetica, she almost could have gotten away with calling her Diabetica. Okay, let's see what this says. Feasting on $1,000 worth of Taco Bell tonight, thanks to Ms. Cornbread. So well, funny. I mean, Taco I Bell Taco Bell has just as many bugs in it probably as that dragonfly. <laughs> yes, it's yes, it's made of, I mean, you can make protein from ground up bugs. So that, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a nice message uh, just leading up to Cornbread's uh, miscongeniality crowning eventual, it feels like. Uh, Willow has trouble with her uh, fine motor skills due to her yes. uh, chronic illness. Yeah, so sure. her hand her hands said she feel like she's been out in the snow and she's trying to open them or make a fist. Mm-hmm. And Cornbread helps get her like some water for her hands to make them more like warm and pliable, I guess. Cornbread's yes. a good soul. And I'd love, I would love to paint next to her one time. Yeah, this is a sweet moment um, because, you know, I mean, Willow is not trying to make a big deal over her, you know, her, her physical condition, which is making it really hard to do the work that's required for this challenge. Mm-hmm. But she and Cornbread have gotten really close and it was a really sweet moment to see. Um, now, Diabetti or Diabetica? Because Cornbread... Or bread, as Bob called her. Bread um, could have gotten away with calling her Diabetica and just really could have gotten away with it because I I never call people their actual drag name. I call them some variation on it that's, you know, that's like uh, different. What, what your sisters do with a drag name is bastardize and beautify it. 
They always yes. make it more beautiful. You put an Ida on it or an Ina. I call or, you Wilhelmina. Yeah, we have so many names. And I yeah. call you when I put the fresh hay out. Um, <laughs> yeah, Did so somebody I, say hi? Hi. <laughs> I understand that um, KB's Jeté store has many names. And um, she did not know Diabetes' real name. Um, and Diabetica is a, is a great little nickname. So, but production is a pretty name. She's in the chair, and literally, production is correcting her. This was me with Elisa Summers because I get, I get, I was Alicia, Alyssa, uh, a whistle. Um, I did not know the name, and production had to correct me too, for sure. And they're all new; they're new friends. Yeah. But um there's a lot of girls to learn their names. How are you I gonna think... have how are you gonna have a girl on your books and W9 and for a thousand dollars and not know her, her legal? Exactly. And have um, her eating bugs. We get this Buggy weird... Betty, that's her name. Buggy Betty. <laughs> Buggy Betty. <laughs> uh Bussy Buggy Betty. Uh <laughs> we we get this uh very awkward beat between June, which you referenced before, but this is between June and uh orion this and was like, clearly production just, telling june to go up to her and talk clearly by the way i'm gonna tell you full tea i was not pleased to have you back but now um i i guess uh i'm happy about it yeah it was it was just it was like it, it was it was really awkward to watch it, it felt like she was walking the plank um, right. It, it was just like, it was weirdly, um, serious, but also unserious. Does that make sense? Like, it right. felt like production made her go over and talk to her. Cause otherwise this it conversation would it. not have happened. For sure. And it was, it was just strange. And production was probably like, okay, June, your outfit's horrible. So you're obviously going to be going home. So let's get you some more story today. G- That's what happened straight up. Okay. Um, the same way that they were like, oh, we didn't get a Ryan story about her mom in. So let's get, let's bring the 14 girls back. For sure. Also, Mirror Chats, Lady Camden and Angeria are definitely fucking uh, in the hotel room. For (laughs) sure. Keep tape on those doors, producers, because, honey, maybe their rooms are next to each other with the door that, you know, conjoins. Uh Uh-huh. Something joins. What luck. (laughs) <laughs> no, I love it. They're so funny together. They maybe they'll get a Wow Presents show together, honestly, because oh they really God. are fucking cracking each other up, and it's really charming to watch. I would watch it. Um, Orion is sharing that. Um, her or maybe mom. they'll get an OnlyFans together. Viacom d- Viacom lets you have an OnlyFans if you have one before, but they don't let you start one if you're currently under contract. Apparently, according to, um, what's her name? Elona Verley. Oh, I think. Yeah. Um, Orion is talking about her mom committing suicide when she was younger. And that's the reason she basically started doing drag because they watched Drag Race together and her mom wanted her to do drag and was like, you got to do that, baby. So I love that she's making her mom proud somewhere. Totally. Um, That was a really sweet moment to get to know um, Orion a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um. Carrie is talking about getting kicked out of her house at a young age because her oh, family gosh. rebuked her. I don't understand how you can rebuke something so beautiful, but or something from your family. But cornbread during this whole story is getting very emotional, and you just see this, the the waterworks start and the tears just start. And yeah, um, this is an okay stage to cry because she's only in doing her cream. She hasn't done her powders yet. <laughs> right, you haven't powdered yet, so it's fine. 
Uh, this was really uh, illuminating uh, as to the sort of practice that has become really commonplace on Drag Race, which is like, okay, it's the time of day where you air your deepest horrible trauma of your life, which is like, and uh, Cornbread going through this, it was like, okay, but some people aren't ready to make their like, to make their trauma into a, like a story beat on a reality show because it's really fucking traumatic. So like, so I don't know. I, I just, I think it should be if it happens naturally that someone is ready to talk about what they've been through. Great. Because it might help other people, but I don't think it should be like provoked by the fucking story. Like Ben, Ben DeLaCrem always says like, okay, get ready in one hour and also tell us about your dead mom. Go. <laughs> um, I don't think that, that um, this is the appropriate spot for trauma porn. I think that needs to be saved for the main stage in front of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Also, if you know, let Ru see these tears. She doesn't want to see the tears in playback. She wants to see them hit the ground and sizzle. Yes. For those hot ratings. Because there's electricity uh, coursing through the floor. Oh, wait, that's drag slash murder. Um, <laughs> now, on the main stage, RuPaul, honey, mm. she is reinventing the wheel. She is Thank reinventing you. the wheel. She looks like a walking floor de lis. She's so beautiful in this gold pleated number. She's holding six of June Jambalaya's palm fronds uh, <laughs> in front of her body, and this is her garment. I love it. It's love cool. the hair. Um, it's very fashion forward. Uh, it's an unusual silhouette for RuPaul because she usually has her shoulders out. That is her real estate. But this time she said, no, we're going couture. She has her little tiny waist, as always. Michelle looks like a sexy librarian. Uh, yes. Carson looks like Bob Mackey if you squint. And um, Christina yeah. Chu looks beautiful. But Christina Chu has RuPaul's lighting on her, it feels like, because that white organza perfectly, like, filters the light up. Christina Chu, her stylist should be commended. Honey, she looks good. She's she is wearing Jasmine Kennedy's fucking second outfit on that main <laughs> stage, honey. Yes. Boots. Uh, now, so let's get into these 168 looks. And I oh, we're gonna feel take a break like we're, we're going to take a break and, and then we're going to come back. But I feel like I've lived with these looks a thousand times because I watch some of the recap shows and I listen to some of the thi- like, uh, you know, purse first opinions, bootleg opinions, um, the pit stop. Um, there's so many bussy queen. And so there's like, there's so many and reliving 600 looks 600 (laughs) times is like a lot. So I feel like we've lived with these looks a lot, but we're going to, we're going to hit a beat on each one. And we're going to do that right after this break. Give me a beat. (laughs) Bump, 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 bump. The category is chaos. <laughs> category is zebra cunt pussy. What is it called? Zebra print resort. Zebra print resort. <coughs> I like that they put the gobos of the zebra leopard, the zebra stripes across the back of the thing. Uh, Alyssa Hunter ski resort hooker needs to be lined, but love I love it. it. 
Love it. I love it. She Little looks fierce. Teenage Ap- Bond, teenage Bond girl in Monte Carlo. Apre ski, fucking Aspen ski week. Lovely. Bosco, zebra cat suit, violet tchotchke from hell. Fuck. This gives me Sasha Velour in Copenhagen. Oh yeah, Sasha Velour. Yes, absolutely love it. The shoe, the shoe is does close. not match. The shoe does not match the scale, but um, she's selling it. She looks great, and she's gorgeous. My God, Willow Pill, um, Samantha, Sex in the City, <laughs> Green. It's it's green, orange, blue. Imagine if Sharon's um, '60s girl, that color palette in season four, grew up and got a job in the office. This is Willow Pill. Yeah, beautiful. Because same color hair. It. Nine to five, Love. gorgeous. Um, Carrie Colby, pink tights, zebra doll skirt, and Christina Aguilera, black and white striped hair. Love it. You can't. I mean, it could have been fucking four inches shorter just to show off her fucking everything, but it's cute. Love it. The leg is very Balenciaga. Uh, everybody that I watched, watched with agreed it needed a belt, maybe, or a mm. shortening. Cornbread is going on safari. Love this. Mm-hmm. I, I love she, a, a khaki neutral <laughs> safari. She's, she got a sipping cup, too. She's going to be on the cover of Canteen Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> the fit, the pleats. Where's the hat? All, she needs it, a hat. She, a, a hat or one of those nets. Um, oh, Orion's yeah. story is playing golf. Um, with the Heathers, uh, Carmen, Delta, Raja, and Manila. Um, and she's giving Manila hair. She's got blonde, you know, in, in black. Uh, she looks cute. This little Chic. fenty shoe. I did not mind this look at all. She looks great. June Jambalaya. Now this resort jacket, skirt, top, purse. Fabulous. Obsessed. Would wear mm. it. Oh, in a second. I love this. I love this whole outfit in the wide. When they got to the when they got to the close up, the hair was a little bus drivery, fresh out the bag. So it could have could have used a shake and maybe a, a little base tease, but this outfit is precise and wonderful. A little more shake and a little more go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is shake, honey? What is the next category? I was so confused. There were like six hundred. Ca- okay, so now it's red, white, and blue, and their resort red red hot resort. Yes, red for filth resort. I mean. <laughs> They Wait, really why did they put red up in red? Oh, this is the other team now? Yeah. Okay. Because they do category one of each team back to back. God, see, this is why this was confusing. Yeah, it was a little confused. Okay, so this first up is Diabetti. Diabetica. My favorite part about this is the hair. It's so weirdly scaled. The These bald back of her head and then the little two blonde pigtails coming out the top. Sickening. It's so fun. great. I see the crystal method, though, in this eye. Okay. I definitely see the method influence. I mean, okay. Ugh. And Jerry Paris Van Michaels. Oh, we're out of time. I just said her na- full name. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love this. This was one of my favorites this of the whole perfe- day. Perfection on the runway. She got the hat. She got the glove. She got the shoe with the bow. There's flounce. There's bounce. And honey, I want every ounce. <laughs> Deja Sky I like that she paired this dusty rose hair with the red it is the most uh, I'm throwing my pen into my own face this is the most unexpected choice which I think makes it fashion it makes it a little editorial I love this look 
Yeah, I I think it's a, a choice that she made. Okay. I, I fucking love it. I don't I think the hair is a little contrasty, but like beautiful. Everything is done right. Jasmine, Jasmine Kennedy. Kennedy. The oh. devil from the devil crab from Powerpuff Girls um meets Clamp Clamps from Futurama. Um Victory Roll. Jinx it, Monsoon. It gives me Gwen Bearden um very like whatever Lola wants, like 1950s mm. silhouette. Um yes. pinup girl. Now Georges, honey, she is she she must she must have done a bump right before every runway she's living she's a spitfire she said she was at the top of the runway and she gave it pump 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 get it she gave him three hips and then at the end of the runway she's like it's so hot in here i can't and she's like oh is there a fan and she's just so perfect such a dancer, so feminine, such a girl, and really gorgeous. I mean, it's a simple red dress, but but her presentation is really taking it over the top. Okay, Lady Camden. I have the perfect analogy for this outfit. If Goldie Hawn and Houseboat had an Italian cousin who also had a boat, this is what she would have worn. This is the woman on the Brighton Piers who is inside of a fucking arcade machine and you put coins in it and then it t- she tells you your fortune. Very that. <laughs> Very that. She's the one who says to Britney Spears, I would like to tell you your fortune. And then Britney Spears says, no thanks. I choose my own destiny. <laughs> That's who she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us who Maddie Morphosis is. How about that? Okay, well, we have a new title holder for the worst twerk in the history of Drag Race. Courtney, you have been deposed. Courtney, you are safe. Because this, like, pad twerk that isn't even moving, but she's, like, looking back at it, like, look at this. Look at this, guys. This is what women do. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie wasn't twerking. She was trying to remove a wedgie without her hands. We've that all was done not it. a twerk. That was not a twerk at all. We've and then all done it. the sparkle fingers under her chin that she gives were so lethargic. <laughs> I've never seen a lethargic sparkle finger. And sparkle fingers need to sparkle. Like I don't know. It it was a it was a moment. It should have been fucking three inches longer on the bottom, and then I would really like the look. I mean. This is like throwing Martin Short in a pool with with Michael Phelps and telling him, "No, you can win." <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're now- back to hide and chic animal print town, and it's category two, which is leopard evening wear. Mm. <sighs> Alyssa Hunter is in a geometrical leopard belted. It looks big business, but it could also be um, just entrepreneur because it's based uh, off of Mugler, isn't it? Our R-D. dearly departed Mugler. Yeah, it's it looks well made. Um, it's very catty, very catty heron. And can we just stop and take a moment to discuss Alyssa Hunter's fucking face? Be for a second. The the. Just high key Nagal fucking just that eye 
that's open in the center, the the stark red lip. I mean, she is so gorgeous. I love this look. Something Violet Chachki said on the pit stop, which mostly she said, no, no, horrible, ugly, hate it. Um, <laughs> that's what she mostly said. But on the pit stop, she said, She's not impressed when girls do like a like a sort of recreation of something from a fashion designer because she's she said the queens on drag race are meant to inspire the designers out there. So don't take things that have been done on the runway before and then put them on the runway. Do something original that they can steal from you. So this is a this is a direct Terry Mugler reference, I believe. Um, which is beautifully done. Um, but I thought it was, I thought that critique from Violet Chachi was very interesting. Bosco looks cute. She's got a leopard, uh, little bra and, um, waist middle thing. She got a purse. The scale of the leopard on the Palazzo pants is cool. It graduates I as it gets it. larger. Uh, great concept. I adore these giant scale leopard pants. I think Bosco looks really cool. You know, is it evening wear? Well, she has a bag. It's evening. Uh, those large scale leopard print spots. Johnny Coda did them in his collection too. On uh, so not afraid to reference in uh, next next making the cut. That was it. Making Willow, the cut. Willow pill, honey. Versace inspired black leopard print. Leopard on leopard. It's black Pretty. leopard on leopard. I love it, honey. She's giving me jaguar. She's up to perfect with little wisp hair in the back. She is perfection. Another standout of the night is Carrie Colby in this lilac purple leopard business suit with a spinning hat. Jesus Christ. She's this fucking belt, perfection in this. This is my favorite look of the night. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. The the orchidy lip with the gold pout in the middle, the shoe matching perfect, the legs oiled, the little poof on the back of the shoe. Mm -hmm. Rich bitch everything. The ribbing on the suit, I would wear this whole outfit top to toe. For sure. Absolutely one of the top of the night. Cornbread Jeté comes out in red. She She is living, casting spells on stage, giving eyes. It's a leopard with a black velvet overlay, um, uh, an autumn flame wig. Yeah. I like that it had the sort of the businessy collar at cuffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Orion's story. Uh, this is Fran Drescher on Halloween. Fran Drescher goes to a Halloween party, ex- mm-hmm. gets drunk and exposes one breast. But luckily she's wearing a nipple shield. Uh, yeah, she's done a couple of um, nipple nipple centric runway presentations now at this point, and showing a nipple just does not give me um, the what's it called? It do, it's not daring to okay. me. I mean, I wish there was more daring in the outfit. Like I wish that skull in her wig was actually real, like a real mm. like animal skull, and then the, she had like a drip of blood on her face near her eye and her forehead, like something to edge up this outfit because it feels like. It feels like a, a mall version of leopard. Sure. Um, June Jambalai is giving us gold lame leopard, which I love the fabric. She just had an issue presenting it, unfortunately. She, she had an issue at Michael Levine's fabric store. She should have said, give me four and a half yards, not five. Because she didn't need all this. 
She can't right. walk in it. Um, and this they, is one of those things with June is she hasn't been doing drag a super long time. So these are the things that like you learn as you go about doing drag over and over and over is like where you want the hem to hit for you. And probably, so unfortunately she learned it on fucking drag race. Yeah. I feel like she probably wore it in the mirror and spun and was like, Oh, this is beautiful. But she didn't mm-hmm. walk in it. Mm-hmm. Now to the red, white, and blue ball. Yes. This is evening in white. Mm-hmm. Evening, evening where Wyatt white gotta, gotta be, be white. Betty white. Diabetty looks like Gaga in hotel. Yes, very that. Countess. Boots. Love it. Love it. No reveal, yet a coat. Clean. Well Dance. done. Party costume under white, white little outfit. Giving sleeve. Um, Wizard yeah. Wizard sleeve. Wizard sleeve. Um, Angeria Paris Van Michaels is giving us, she gives you nails. She gives you opening uh, the coat to reveal uh, that it is pants. She is the woman reincarnation of Elvis. Honey, she is, <laughs> she is a pantalooned pussy. Yeah. This, this outfit is everything. The presentation. Deja Sky. Uh, the, um, this is giving me Elvis and Celine meet together. I love her in this white pantsuit, shoulder padded coat. And the Rushi, the Rushi glove, the pendant necklace. I yeah. think she looks like class and ass. I love it. A lot of class and a lot of ass. Jasmine Kennedy, is it white? It's no. giving me. It's giving me a crew. Is it evening? No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so rude. She looks cute, but it ain't right. She looks cute. Um, Georges. Oh, everything, is, uh, everything is right. The uh, oh, everything. The sculpt- oh my god. The sculptural I'm nature this. of this bodice. The the the. It gives me Atelier Versace, but also Chanel. With these bows and these <gasps> arms. It's Ariana Grande, my everything. The hair is perfect. Absolutely she, she has the gall to blow kisses in a white glove and a red lip. <laughs> the gall. She, she dared. That's she dared. daring. That's more daring than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what um, is what is next? Oh, Lady, Lady Comden. Is giving... Um, it's evening. It's giving. It's giving fashion show evening, like okay. experimental, experimental even. And there's like this swoop de doop that goes up from her one shouldered collar around her head, and it's giving me that weird building that hangs off the one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know the one. If you're in LA, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The parking garage from hell. Have you ever driven up that thing? <laughs> Hi. Lady Lady Camden does look nice, um, and I'm glad that she's not wearing just a long gown. Yeah. Um, Maddie Morphosis is giving us, you know, star queen, starina. The man in the moon is a man. (laughs) Um, The man in the moon is a straight guy. Uh, I loved this. Now, they they suggested that maybe she had stolen the idea from somewhere. They straight out said that. Where is the accessory? Where is the, the statement ring, the statement earring, the necklace? The brooch, there's clearly room for a brooch. There are no accessories on this. And this just screams heterosexual to me. 
See, I didn't have a problem with that. I I, I love simplicity in design. Me too, me too. But Deja Sky, that simple outfit, but then that one pendant necklace pulled right. it all together. She need she doesn't that's, have she doesn't have the home the homosexual the homosexuality how to, honey. That's where getting fucked in the ass really comes in handy and, uh, because yep. it makes you want to wear jewelry. It makes you say, "Oh, I'll do a hoop." <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I don't know. Was this was this all of them, or do we just have to take oh, a break? Which no, one? we have one more category. <sighs> We're preparing for the final category, which is bridal. This, okay. Sometimes you get mixed up with, they tell you one category and the wording is one way, and then you arrive and it actually is worded a different way. So then maybe your outfit doesn't make quite as much sense as it could have with the prompt. The bridal prompt was given on the day and they were instructed to construct this look on the day. Bridal. Did no one... Did no one get that it was bridal? I felt like very few actually looked like they were fucking getting married. I mean, I've been married. You're a spinster. Um, <laughs> so everybody's wedding is different. I wore a, a Stand By Your Man Tammy Wynette shirt and some jeans, you know? So okay. bride, bride is in the eye of the bride holder. Okay. Well, when it's a fucking category in a fucking fashion show... Listen, why do you have to be so hard on these girls? I would just say, wear a <laughs> like, fucking wedding dress. Honestly. For or instance. Carry a bouquet. There, bridal. Done. Carry, okay. Alyssa Hunter is giving us this D- Dior length dress, which why couldn't it have gone to the floor? Did they not give them enough fabric, maybe? Nobody it, went to the floor. Uh, um... I love the creation of it and the gold and the leopard. Um, I think it could benefit from floor length in the back, at least that would have given like the, the emphasis of like a train and bridal, Mm -hmm. but like this gives me mother of the bride with where the hem is now. Slutty mother of the bride, but still. Yeah. Not mad. She looks gorgeous. I mean, the hair and the face is stunning. Bosco. Did Bosco rip the face off of that white tiger that was in the workroom? Remember there was a big stuffed white tiger? Uh-huh. And now she has a white tiger's face. I think she cut the face off of that animal's. This this gives me um, bridal attendant. Right. She showed up and wanted to look better than the bride. Yeah, um, and the little veil in the back could definitely use one of those things that you like a, a bump wig under it. It's just a piece of fabric. Why didn't it go to the floor? They didn't give them enough fabric. Honestly, probably not. Nobody's dress hit the floor. <laughs> now Willow Pill hit the floor because she's short. So she could do that with eight. one yard of fabric. And she got all the yards of fabric. There's at least three different fabrics up in there. She has one giant rose, which is beautiful you can't tame a wild rose Mm-mm. welcome to willow's crazy life she has this piece of <laughs> net it. sprinkled with copper glitter across Ooh. it going across the eyes as like this this eye illusion gross. panel um it's pants it's well made it's lined the sheer glove the accessory upon the glove she is yeah living. She, she looks great from top to toe really really nice mm-hmm. carrie colby said it's lined 
I'm just gonna kick this out. It goes to the floor. We have a teaching. I love this. This gives me um, city bride. She okay. got the K. She got the K on the end of her ear. She got the glove. The 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 the, the bootlet. The everything. There's ostrich. She's giving me rich safari bride. I don't think it needed the feathers around it. I mean, I'm always a fan of simplicity. Uh, and I use simplicity patterns for that reason. Uh, I think that if it's not going to be like an extravagancy, then just like leave the trimming off because she carry she could carry a simple gown really well. That's why her name is Carrie. I'm not mad at the feathers. It's just a little extra flounce because they're kind of like neutral. It hits her skin tone so well that it just looks like a little extra detail moving. Hmm. The devil's in the details, as uh, Bosco told June. I don't worship the devil, so. Miss Cornbread, her hair, her hair is lovely. She's got an apple. She's giving a snake bride fantasy because she's wearing snake fabric. Yeah. This dress needs to be lined. I uh, yes, and I guess the 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 shape of it, it it sort of goes down to a triangle in the bottom. Says snake, but the train could have been fucking 40 feet long and then it really would have said oh you're a fucking serpent i don't think they gave him enough fabric they didn't give them enough fabric <laughs> why does nobody touch the floor and since when do snakes eat apples garden of eden tuts i uh, see i'm a christian i know these things <laughs> i'm not really a french canadian christian i don't really claim christianity just because we're going to get more letters about that than anything. I mean, Christianity is bad. I think there are things that can be learned from Christianity that are positive, but by and large, um, they, they done fucked up religion. Anyway, Orion's story. Giving me straight Peg Bundy. And yes, it's, uh, I'm not mad at it. I wish she, her, all her looks are so similar. I wish she could have done something to pump up the makeup or pump up this tiny little bow in the back. Because this bow in the different orange, it's going, what's on her back? And then you're like, oh, it's a bow. Mm. When it should be, oh, that's a bow. Or make it, it hit the fucking floor. <laughs> you're getting married. The, the bow, um, like points should have been hitting the floor. Like the tail of the bow, the two pieces mm. that you pull. That mm -hmm. would have been cool as a leopard like or tiger train. I think Orion might be young. And some of that might be showing her youth. Yes. Um, next up is June Jambalai. This, okay. I actually like this look a lot, but it's all, it's like one of those things where it's like the presentation of it was not done strongly. And so it weakened the whole look. I mean, just it, a better, a better bow on the palm frond thing would have would have classed it up and made it not so obvious that she was hiding because even the bouquet was messy. If she would have just trotted down like fucking Georges mm. and just really and was holding the thing and like giving it, then it it could have really worked because I like the concept. She said, I'm fucking tribal goddess marriage like fucking ceremony. Like I'm living. And the cape makes it extravagant, but yeah, but that fucking palm frond shit in the in the front is—I don't—I don't know what she was even hiding. She had jewels behind it. 
it, it was lumpy, bumpy. She was hiding a lot with that. Okay. Now for the red, white, and blue ball, bitch. This is this red, is white, and blue bridal. Bridal couture. This is season 12 promo look. Straight up. <laughs> Diabetti is Diabetti looks like sure. e Diabetti looks like Evil Knievel slam piece. Okay. <laughs> Put this red, <laughs> white, and blue thing on. Let's do some crystal and let's fuck. He drove 400 yards back to dive into this good hot pussy. <laughs> the hair is and great. Jumped um, over a, a dozen fucking cars. Um, and Jiria Paris Van Michaels. Okay. Does she, she made look this? like a bride? Yes. She made this in the workroom. Is it red, white, and blue? Yes. Yes. Is this top marks of the fucking night? Is this an inventive use of the the arm, you know, fucking veils? Yes. Yes. Gag. Gagable. Love it. I gagged, had to put my finger in the back of my throat to see if I could pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I'm not mad at she all. She is Angeria, Angeria. Angeria. Deja comes out with um are those pussy willows? <laughs> They're like cotton balls. What for this is she's in Damask. She's heavily damasked. It's a uh, Damask. Um uh feels like upholstery print. Um she has a gorgeous sash. Her shape is right. Um the, the gown is great. The sash the great. seems like an afterthought. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got to get some blue and white up in there. Yeah. But, but she the dress pinned... is great. She knows what she's yeah. doing. She Jasmine Kennedy. She made this. And it's gown, 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 the house down. She's got a big star on her shoulder. Blue lace, white geometrical with red geometricals. And then a bouquet. Geometric from Canada's Drag Race. If she lost the star on the shoulder... It would have given more bride than Padge, but she just said, I'm just giving pageant and I don't care that it's bridal category. I don't give a fuck. I wish the star was like a a hat on the back and then the veil came off and over that, like up the points. It would have been very bridal. That part. Maybe she's getting married on the 4th of July. We don't know. Um, Well, um, yeah. That lower lash too. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> George's George George's is giving this Selena gets married fantasy in this um uh is it Puerto Rico Puerto Rico style dress? No, because she was no, like, I don't want to she was like, I don't want to give Puerto Rican. I'm accidentally giving Puerto Rican and I'm not Puerto Rican, so I can't. So I should uh, she's given remember the Shalamo. Uh, this is a case of she saves it with her presentation of it because the garment is nothing that spectacular. It's oh. kind of tickety-tackety, kind of fucking chippity-choppity, but she's <laughs> she has such an energy and no. a movement. How dare you? What? How dare you? I it's love like this unhemmed outfit. silver sequin dot fucking strapped onto her. This is like something I would do. <laughs> I'm offended. This I is mean, like something I would put my mom in on TV. This podcast is not somewhere you can just talk out your ass. <laughs> this is amazing. I this is the, this is the only bridal wear that you can also get fucked in. That makes you want to fuck. 
This is the only outfit that makes you want to fuck, okay? So Georgia just did her job as a bride because a bride is supposed to walk down the aisle and that groom is supposed to be knowing, I'm going to fuck that. Oh, my God. This well, what is, about Lady Camden? I mean, she could top in this. She's not getting fucked because look at it. It's too tight. Um, she looks nice. She looks like a graffiti bride. It's given spray paint. Yeah. The graffiti she, was very interesting and a, a, an interesting treatment. She really tried something with it. And I, I think it's cool. I see the spiral pattern of the first outfit she had with the white, with the sculptural neck piece. And she's trying to continue it with these stars. Through line, yeah. These look like party stars that you put on a table. Yeah. I wore them in my hair. I stole them off out of a Delta lounge. They had pink ones for breast cancer month. And I took they them. They will tangle. I wore them in the promo. The unit. Yeah. Remember the prom- that holographic promo I wore? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Those are these stars, but different colors. Next up is Lil Pound Cake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We all saw this meme. Go to Race Chaser Pod and we'll put it up for you. I just feel seen with this episode. I mean, Little Pound Cake had red, a glow up. Leopard, zebra, Lil Pound Cake. I, I, but I, a square. I feel seen. A square non hemmed veil. That's why Look you gotta get fucked in the ass. You need faggots. Um, and then this you bow. Need the, faggots. These <laughs> need to be a faggot or have a team of faggots. <laughs> the the bows on her gloves, I, they're almost the same as Georgia's, but Georgia's are just so much classy and better and less floppy and more atelier. Maddie just feels like a wish.com glove. Okay. The dress is well made, well fit. The bottom of it is beautiful. I would have worn it with a bikini, a blue bikini, not this blue bodice. Okay. She, she looks yeah. period. She looks early 90s. It's She'll never get her like period. Betsy Ross hooker, which is what you said you would have no. done. Dia Betsy Ross. This is KFC bucket dress with um a novelty <laughs> flag on the top. Chicken bucket dress. We're gonna take a break. Maybe there's some, maybe there's a wing left. Bye. <laughs> Bitch. 42 looks. You did it. 42 no, looks. No, no, no. There's a runway now, though, isn't there? No. Ah! Oh. <laughs> How oh. could you imagine? Oh, my God. 67 looks. Okay, so the safe girls are... <laughs> Uh, Alyssa Hunter, Bosco, Carrie Colby, Cornbread, Diabetti, Deja Sky, Jasmine Kennedy, and Lady Comdon. I feel like, okay, I feel for these girls in this moment because the standard was set so high by season 13. I mean, Mm -hmm. you had... You had queens like Got Mick and Simone. Simone who were being put together by, you know, world-class uh, fashion houses with boundless wealth. Like, they, they they brought looks to a main season of Drag Race that you really don't normally get to see because it's usually drag queens who are, like, making shit or calling up their friends and borrowing shit and it's not till all stars that you really start to see the like heightened top notch every detail perfect kind of drag but we are so used to that as the audience that we're like oh my god oh it's not hemmed oh it's not long enough oh it's not this 
It's like these girls are fucking wearing three different looks. Getting a look together for Drag Race is hard. And they're like, okay, you're going to blow two of them on on this episode. And you're going to make something. I, I want to hand it to the girls because I think they did a really, they worked really hard and they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite look throughout the whole, all those looks? Uh, Angeria's red flirty uh, baby doll thing. And of course, um, Carrie Colby and the purple <gasps> leopard. Those were my two too. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh my turning, God. Turning yeah. The, the, she, I saw Carrie. She was turning it. Yeah. That uh, her hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so to these judges critiques, the first thing that RuPaul says, she don't want no big pill. She wants a little pill. Uh, yeah. Michelle and Carson love the runaway looks. Michelle says the sewing isn't basic. It's well done. And Ru just says stunning. And Willow says that she uh, explored bad tastes so long that she eventually got good taste. Do you feel the same way? (laughs) You know I can't taste. You know I can't taste anything. The ketamine burned off my taste buds. Speaking of ketamine, RuPaul is on meth. (laughs) RuPaul did a booty bump. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. So for the final part of this podcast, we are going to... Oh, the water's cold. Okay, we are going to do booty bumps uh, just to simulate the... (laughs) Can you please please sift the cocaine and the ketamine together? Sift it. Sift it. Uh Um, Orion's story is Just kidding. Don't do booty bumps. 14-year-old children listening, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put them in your pussy. We're just choking. Um, Coffee enemas kicking in. Dab a little cocaine right on the tip of your penis. (laughs) Do not... What? What? Just so it it numbs out the uvula for whoever starts sucking it, and then you can just bang it, and it doesn't hurt your uvula. Oh, my goodness. That's what all the guys told me. RuPaul says, Orion, you're very beautiful. Do you see that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, June Jambalaya is crumbling before our very eyes uh, because she knows the look was not up to par. The judges are telling her that they knew that she knew it wasn't up to par. And it's just a really hard moment, you know? One of the questions in every interview for Drag Race is, do you sew? So they knew they were casting a girl that didn't sew. She came to the competition not knowing how to sew well enough to outfit herself in something. Even if you don't know how to sew, you should know how to make a pattern out of some stuff. Um, And RuPaul sets her straight. And, you know, it makes sense. You can't just assume that you're going to be magically good at something once you get there. It takes some practice. T. Um, uh, Angeria is getting check, check, check from the judges. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing to really critique on Angeria's package. At all. Even the shoes were great. I think if she didn't win last episode, she would have been, she would have won this. Same, same. I And I thought she could have won this, but and I, I was only saying that because I wanted to wear the red dress more than I wanted to wear Carrie's dress because I knew it couldn't look as good in Carrie's dress as Carrie did. <laughs> Work. <laughs> Um, but Georges, the judges love her, and RuPaul just says, you were born to do drag. She says her two looks were spot on, but her bridal <laughs> look was too sexy. It didn't scream bride, but I believed it. I believed in the bride. 
Does RuPaul say that someone is born to do drag every episode of every season? No, I, was... I wasn't scoffing. I was imagining what it would be like to be Georgia's to hear that from RuPaul. Oh, I thought like, you were scoffing because she says it. On the runway. She says it so often now that oh. it's. <laughs> she's oh, like she said it to Crystal Versace. You know too. what you? Yeah. You know, she's like at the grocery store. They're like paper or plastic. And she's like, you know what? You are born to do drag. Did you know that? You just really were put on this earth to do drag. You know what? One of my girls does all plastic dresses. I forget her name, but you, you just put that bag on. Walk the, walk the supermarket runway, honey. Through Paul at the grocery store. Um, Paul also says, Cop, copy, copy a bitch. Copy somebody. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I do. I mean, yeah, take inspiration. Don't copy exactly, but like, you know, change an outfit from purple to turquoise. Fifi right. AJ O'Hara. You I, ain't got to reinvent the wheel. You ain't gotta... <laughs> but it's exactly what you said. It's like a, an exact copy isn't interesting, but you can copy silhouettes and ideas and then put a twist on them that make them drag and make them your own. RuPaul says exactly everything that we're saying on this podcast. She's saying to Maddie that you're missing the. You don't get fucked in the ass enough, sir. You don't. So therefore, and we can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, She's doing her her best Miss Kitten with the whip sounds, trying to describe it to Maddie, and it feels like Maddie is not feeling her puss deep down in her soul, possibly, or even moderately down in her soul. Right. Not even in her diaphragm. She doesn't have a fashion sense, so she guesses what might look good. Sure. Look goo. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, well, the Looking winner is... Looking goo and feeling gorgeous. <laughs> Looking goo and feeling gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, wi- the winner is Willow Pill, who wins a cash prize of Chef's Kiss, $5,000. <laughs> Georges and Jiria Orion's story are safe, leaving the bottom two as June and Orion lip syncing to "I Love It" by Kylie Minogue. Mm-hmm. I what don't. Do not Orion. Sorry, Maddie. That's a typo. Oh, yeah. June that's and what Maddie I in the bottom. You knew what I meant. That's my bad. <laughs> that that should be the podcast title. You know what we meant. <laughs> 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 Um, so this lip sync happens and Maddie, Maddie is giving me, um, what's the word? Uh, what's the thing before a sports event where tailgate party performance? Okay. She's yes. giving me tailgate, Tanya Tucker, country bride. Um, and June is, June is, is, uh, chaotic. There's a lot going on between. The the shoe kickoff, the 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 scoochie dress, no. the scoochie dress scooting down and then her not knowing and then pulling it back up five times. Um, the, There's the, such a level of if if shit all over the floor. There's shit all over June, the floor. Honestly, if June would have just stood and delivered this song and kept her hair and her shoes and her dress on, she would have won. She would have still been in the competition if she would have just stood and delivered. But instead, she kind of panicked because she's a new performer, and she was like, I have to throw everything at this. 
I have to pull off the wig and then the shoes and then the then the, if the dress slipped down, it didn't look bad with the black bra exposed, but it was when she pulled it up like it was a mistake that made it look like a mistake. So it's just like these little these little things that you learn as you go and do drag a whole bunch over your career. I think that I I think that everything is there with June. I mean, she's got such a fucking amazing energy and obviously a lot of talent. And I can't wait to see like what she brings in the future of her career. First of all, her name is Maddie, not Mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. And second of all, daughter, little pound cake you're speaking about. Second of all, my friend Aaron was watching the show with me and he's like, what does she got under her wig? And I was like, oh, before the wig reveal even started, you could see the wig that was under there. And the wig that was under there was so boo boo. This wasn't even a bus driver. This was someone who applied to uh, to SEPTA and SEPTA said, no, you can't drive our buses. This wig is not okay. Maddie um, was giving us dr- classic drag um, in the beat of my heart, uh, bit, patting her heart. Natalia Hart at the, not- on beating of the heart. <laughs> you made my world fall apart. Spirit fingers going downward like it's falling apart. Very drag 101. I don't but love she the kept song. her fucking shoes and her fucking wig on. Yeah. Um there there's there was a lot going on in this lip sync. And June has to open her chocolate and then in possibly you- the most demeaning. Uh, drag race beat that has ever been added to the show. You take someone's saddest moment, the moment of real like pathos, and we feel for them because their dream is shattered in that moment. And then you make them say, It's chocolate. You make them fumble with a fucking uh, thing that has been handed to them by the producer. And then they say it's chocolate. Did you see that meme where it's like bottom say, why'd you stop? And then they have uh, June saying it's chocolate. (laughs) We'll put that up too. This is them say, this is like the worst possible moment of their fucking drag career. And you're making them stop and say brought to you by RuPaul's chocolate bar. Honey, It's it's very sad. And, I hate this new bee, and it's I hope like, they finesse it a little bit. It's like doing um, a eulogy at a funeral and then say, can you do a liturgical tap dance also <laughs> on the altar? Just a little, just pep it up. Give Brought us one more beat, honey. By RuPaul's I ha- Candy Bar. I hated it. And how did that chocolate not melt the whole time in her bra while she was dancing? Because they Maybe handed it, wasn't it to there. them after the fact. Ugh. And Orion revealed that a viewing party, the chocolate bars are actually plastique. Plastique chocolate. Oh, so it doesn't melt. So you can't mm. even eat it? After all that, you don't even get a snack. But you couldn't snack on it anyway because it's plastic. Um, but June, June sa- June's exit line indicates that she may have been snacking because she said there's always room for two things, Alizé and Jambalaya. That is not yes. how you spell Alizé Dipper. I'm sorry. You, you have not been to the right parties. Aliza. Aliza. And Jambalaya. <laughs> it's an E with the accent, right? Aliza Al- Summers? Alizé Summers. <laughs> That's <Right>. her cousin. <laughs> 
Any any standout moments from Untucked this week? No, they were sitting, you faggot. They weren't standing. Uh, Jasmine and Alyssa are mad about being safe. Ho's mad about being safe. Girl, they could sit down because they looked great, but they didn't do anything that was cutting edge that made me go, oh my God, never seen it before. Angeria and... And Miss Carrie Colby were the ones that were both gone. And Willow, those were the ones that did cool ass, never seen before shit. Jasmine looked great. Alyssa looked great. But girls. Diabetica was like, y'all need to shut up because I'm just glad to be here because I got fucking sent home last time. So this is a treat, Um, which I love. Uh, What are they drinking in the cans, do you think? Busy. They're getting their... Acerola cherries. Ooh. <laughs> Stick it in my acerola. <laughs> RuPaul, they they show a clip of RuPaul saying, it looked like you were wearing someone else's hair. Uh, it's called a wig. <laughs> it, I, I've got news for you. It is somebody else's hair. All the queens tell Cornbread that they know she's going to be major competition this season too. Yes. But June just feels like her critiques were Groundhog's Day. She's like, I've only been doing drag two years, and I see where I could be, but it just hasn't happened look-wise with her yet. Yeah. And sometimes it just fucking takes time. Uh, We get pageant versus non-pageant, which is an ongoing storyline in the history of Drag Race. Uh, June also is having her shoes uh, loosened for her. Uh, they were like strapped on with some sort of sparkly thing. And she asks Alyssa Hunter to remove it. So I think she premeditated her shoe removal. Hmm. Just saying. Uh, that's like planning for failure. Right. And Alyssa oh. was like, wait, are you sure? What are you doing? No, 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 no. I'm not going to. Um, and Jasmine Kennedy is going to get a director credit for Untucked. (laughs) Oh, and Cornbread snatches June's wig posthumously. (laughs) Now, have you ever snatched a girl's wig after the fact? Um, no, I'm usually the one who gets her wig snatched and girls like to wear it and borrow. I'm not a wig snatcher. But That's I did true. recently do a photo shoot at you at um, the PEG um, in-call location. And mm. I saw a wig on the wall and I said, well, I'm wearing that wig. I don't know whose it is. I think it was Ginger's. <laughs> okay. But I, I, so you have. So I've you never... pulled a you pulled a cornbread where she left a note and she was like, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're an inspiration. Also, leave me that fucking heart-shaped wig. Mm-hmm. I'm taking what? it with. I'm, I'm using it. That makes sense. And, I can't wait to see that wig. Um, and we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser, Race Chaser. this week. I'm Willem. Uh, and I'm Alaska. And we would be super happy if you'd write a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And please leave a moment. Please take a moment to leave us a rating, too. Leave a moment and take a rating. Uh, you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and find us on TikTok over at Willem TikTok and at Alaska, Alaska, Alaska. Mm-hmm. And our race chaser account is race chaser pod. Our mom podcast account is mom podcasts. That's right. Plus bonus content is available now at patreon.com slash Willem. We just put out a really fun get ready with us video. We've got more stuff coming and you can search for race chaser content by searching the hashtag race Race chaser Chaser. or just scroll down. 
Scroll, just scroll. And you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with lots of queries, questions, and anything else you want us to uh, quander. We bring it to you every bowl. Race Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast hosted by Alaska Thunderfucking Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck.